Welcome to another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we see Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. In this episode, we're going to continue our discussion on eternal security with Richard Miller. But you know what, though? I do have a bonus scripture. <laughs> so, oh, all right. Let's yeah, yeah. This is, this is, this is uh, from Matthew, the book of Matthew. This is uh, Matthew 24, um, verses 21 through 24. It has a little bit of a apocalyptic nature to it. You know, um, almost, it seems like a prelude to uh, the book of Revelations. Um, so here's what it says. But then there will be great tribulations, such as, uh, such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time. No flesh would be saved, but for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. Then if anyone says to you, look, here is the Christ or there, do not believe it for false Christ and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I have told you beforehand. As a person who gave a messy yes to the question of can a Christian lose their salvation, how does this uh, scripture support your view? If there was no danger of Christians falling away, why would he have to shorten the time for the sake of the elect? Yeah. It's to me, it's a warning. Things are going to get so bad and the level of deception is going to be so convincing. Mm that it will even fool the elect. Now, you, some people will take that phrase, the elect, and they will uh, liken it to those prepared in advance for glory from the previous scripture. Mm. Um, I, to me, it's just, it's referring to Christians, to God's people. All right. Mm. Um, I don't know that it, I, I'm, I'm not saying that it's just, I don't look at it that same way where it's, oh, these are those prepared in advance for glory. I just don't see it that way. This, any of us that are following God, we, we have to be aware that their deception is real. The deception is a thing that is, is at work in the world and in the end times here, right? Like it's going to be, so look what it says. It talks about like miracles, right? Yeah. Like signs and wonders. Now, I'm I'm a Pentecostal um, uh, believer, right? Sure. So I believe I believe in the the movement of the Holy Ghost, the mm -hmm. you know speaking in tongues, the power of God manifesting itself yeah. in a palpable, just powerful way. Yeah. But that that belief in and of itself, if if it has to be a miraculous thing, like it leaves you open to be susceptible to where when you see a miracle or something like that, you automatically attribute it to God. Right. And if you're attributing signs and wonders to God, that these signs and wonders are being done by the enemy to deceive that that's, that's why you have to be guarded, right? That's 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 the warning of this scripture. The time it says the time's gonna come where even the very elect couldn't can be deceived by just how incredible the 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 deception is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I were to kind of summarize this a little bit, um for those who are in the Armenian camp where you can lose salvation. They sort of liken the Christian walk 
with spiritual warfare where you can die, you know, and you can be destroyed if you're not guarded, if you're not, you know, well defended. Uh, and of course, God is strong enough to do so um, if we choose to equip ourselves. And then uh, the Calvinists or the eternal security, it's more, it's like the Christian walk is almost more like a, a marathon race. You're on, you're on this straight and narrow by yourself. And, you know, it's kind of like you and God and you have to persevere. You And if you just finish the course, if you could just finish the faith, you know, um, and even at times when you feel weak, you know, God will strengthen you and God will whatever, you know, he will endure. So that seems like almost like the uh, that trajectory to um that trajectory to um receiving salvation or to actually um uh, making it to to heaven i'm finding biblical support um for both and that's why i guess i'm sort of in the yes no viewpoint when it comes to the question of losing salvation i uh i would tend to agree with you i think I think that's why I said it's a messy yes, because if I look at the scriptures, I can I can completely understand how you can follow the scriptures to either conclusion. You know, I, I really think that. And then the idea of seeing one as spiritual warfare and the other as the marathon, man, uh, isn't 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 both of those things true? Aren't we indeed in spiritual warfare? And yet doesn't the Bible more than more than once tell us that we have to endure and and persevere until the end so mm-hmm. i i personally think that i mean it's it's that's why i said like i basically i think i i agree with you i mean it's you can definitely see how somebody could come to either conclusion yeah for sure for sure and speaking of conclusion um let's conclude um this podcast with yet another scripture uh this one you don't have to comment on but it comes from ecclesiastes chapter 12 verses 13 part b this is going to be in the nlt it says here fear god and obey his commands for this is everyone's duty God will judge us for everything we do, including every secret thing, whether good or bad. Period. Amen. Salah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Amen. Yes. That is the actual, that's actually the concluding verse of the entire book of Ecclesiastes, which I believe was written by Solomon, one of the wisest Mm -hmm. men, if not the second wisest man in the world, with the exception of Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. So, so with that being said, uh, before we end this podcast, uh, what I'd like to ask each guest is to share their testimony of salvation, which is very relevant to this entire topic or series on eternal security. Uh, can you please share with the listener your story of salvation? How did you come to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? All right. So, um, uh, right before. I turned 17, I think. I uh, I met Jesus very late at night in front of a computer screen. I um I, I used to wait up late at night to do some sinning on the internet when I was a teenager. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I I was very deeply addicted to pornography. Yeah. And my life was full of a lot of problems. I had just at that moment had uh, left. Um, you know, 
I was a real smart kid and we were, I was in another city and I was going to school and I went to this uh, guidance counselor and they said, Hey, and my dad was there. He's like, Hey, your kid's super smart. We want him to be in all these super smart kid classes. And, uh, you know, it seemed, you know, I was dealing with a lot of issues from social anxiety to depression and just so many issues in my home life, man. We we put the fun into dysfunctional, my family. Okay. <laughs> so it it was a crazy time. And we uh, I I felt like, wow, okay, my life is very much just horrible, but here's a chance for me to actually be good at something. And then we moved like immediately. And it was like, you gotta be kidding me. So then we moved. So then I was, I was super depressed and, you know, I, I turned, I just kept doing all of this stuff. And every time I would sin and, and go look at porn, I'd feel guilty about it. I'd feel ashamed. It would just add on to me hating myself. And it was this whole thing. So this one night, dude, I'm not kidding. Like I wasn't in church. We didn't go to church. Like we went to church like every now and then when I was a kid, but we, we didn't really go to church. Like I didn't know what a pastor was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I knew what a preacher was. I didn't know what a pastor was. I didn't even understand, understand what that was. Um, so I went to I need Jesus.com. And man, it was this, if you saw it today, like it was this like old angel fire, janky looking website <laughs> with just like a ton of like Bible verses and 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 stuff on it, but it had it had the the you know the doctrines of original sin and and the story of salvation and man's need for God and yeah. all of that stuff and I, I just read it and I knew I knew I needed Jesus right yeah like I'd been to church a couple of times and my parents that God bless them they weren't they 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 made their their share of mistakes and uh, I would not say they modeled a godly life for us at all but mm-hmm. but um uh, they they did believe in God so I guess that's something right right but right. And, and and my parents have come a long way, a long way. Believe me. Amen to but, that. Mm-hmm. Amen, amen, amen. And um, they, uh, I went to this website, I need Jesus.com, and I got to the end of it. And there's the prayer, the sinner's prayer, and I prayed that prayer. And look, I, I've been, I'd been to church before. I can tell you, there are times where the the pastor even prayed for me before. And I mean, but I. I know then at that moment, something changed. Um, I gave my life to Jesus that night and he has never, he's never left me. He's never let me go since then. And I've, I've sinned, I've made mistakes since then, but he, he, the Holy spirit broke the chains of any sin that had any power over my life. And I knew from that moment on that, that God was with me. Like I said, I mean, there's just something in the back of my mind that I just believe and know that somehow it's all going to be okay. And God is going to make it okay somehow, some way. I don't always have the answers. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I know who's going to work it out. And I mean, that's, that's where I met Jesus late at night in front of a computer screen. And um, I, I don't have the testimony of, you know, I, I, I never looked at porn again from that moment. I messed up. Sure. I yeah. did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't have the test. It was, it was, yeah. but I'll tell you this, the next time I, I did make that mistake, it was, it was different Yeah. because 
whereas the guilt and the shame had control of me before, I felt the Holy Spirit say, you've been forgiven for that. Yeah. Now you need to do better. Now you just, you need to move forward. Yeah. Not so it was just, I'm telling you, like, I still remember how it felt like it was, it was different. It was weird. The idea that now, like I just messed up, you're supposed to be mad at me. You're supposed to, 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 to discard me now. And instead he, he wraps his arms around me. Yeah. Like it just, it was mind blowing for me, man. And it was, it was, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I've, I've I had a lot of other issues, fears, insecurities, yeah. you name them all out, <laughs> all, all, all there. And God has, and slowly but surely, and it's still working stuff out of me, man. Oh yeah, for um, sure. but but it that that's it. That's that's where that's where I met Jesus. Amen. For sure, that. man. Amen. For sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that testimony. Um, not only with me, but also with all the listeners. I'm gonna ask you to do one more thing. You know, you're 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 a pastor, you have pastor experience, you got pastor in your blood. Okay. Um, I'd like for you to lead. Uh, us in the sinner's prayer for those who are listening who wants to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior right now. Could you do that for us, please? Wow. Honored. Honored. Okay. Lord. Well, time out. So like, yeah, just, yeah, just lead us in a prayer. I mean, this is a, uh, this is a podcast altar call. You're on the pulpit. And you're doing that altar call right now. Um, gotcha, gotcha. If you need, if you want me to participate in the call and response, I'll do it with you for sure. <laughs> no, no, you're you're good, you're good. I'll uh, I'll just just start praying. Sure, or you can ha- you can uh, lead them in the sinner's prayer. Um, you know, there are people out there that they're just like, wow, you know what? This eternal security, uh, this question of losing salvation, you know what? Uh, I don't care if it's yes or no. I want to have. I want to embrace salvation and not look back. Uh, for those who are uns- okay. for those who are unsaved at this point in time, and they know they are unsaved because they no longer or they never recognize the voice of the Savior, and that Holy Spirit is speaking to them now. Mm. Um, you know, uh, let us usher them. Uh, let's usher them. Let's do it. You know, into um into His kingdom. Um, you know, um, what do they need to say? Um, from the from their hearts, would you lead them in that? Um, uh, lead them into um salvation, or lead them um in declaring their salvation? Absolutely, absolutely. You ready? Sure, go for it. So, if you are uh, if you are wanting to give your life to the Lord, if you've listened to this podcast and you've you you feel the Lord speaking to you, you maybe you even have a sense of the Holy Spirit. Just as we pray, as I pray these words, you you pray them too, and God will hear you, and God will forgive you, and God will God will from this moment forward, God will guide you. He will He will be in your life, and He'll help you. Let's so as I pray, I'll, you you pray. You just you pray this prayer with me, essentially. Lord, Lord, I hear your voice. I hear your voice. I know that I need you. And I know that I need you. I turn away from the sins in my life. And I turn from the sins in my life. And I turn to you, Lord. And I turn to you, Lord. Forgive me. Forgive me. 
surround me surround me and guide me and guide me from this moment forward from this moment forward show me show me how to follow you how to follow you and live a life and live a life you desire me to you desire me to i am yours i am yours i receive your salvation i receive your salvation in jesus name in jesus name Amen. And amen. All right. For the listeners out there, if you've uh, said this prayer from the bottom of your heart, you have been accepted into his kingdom. Um, Trust and believe that God's grace is definitely sufficient for you. Um, This salvation is not a license for you to do any other sinning, but for us to begin to allow God uh, to allow his spirit to transform our souls and to draw closer to him as he wants to draw closer to us. Um, Sin is the separator between us and our Heavenly Father. Uh, So please continue to listen to this podcast. Also find a local church if you can, a Bible-believing church, or you can even reach out to Beyond Sermons uh, podcast, and we can do our best to um, help build that supporting structure uh, of biblical foundation as you grow in the in his holy righteous name and that name is Jesus Christ. So thank you everyone for um, you know listening to a, yet another episode of Beyond Sermons where we see Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. Um, some of you may have even found Jesus Christ just today so just want to congratulate you for that and it's an honor to be um, on the front row uh, to your salvation to your saving experience. So um, if you've been blessed by this podcast, please go to beyondsermons.com uh, where you can subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. So uh, I just want to thank you again, Rich, uh, for joining us uh, on this topic of eternal security. I'm sure we probably didn't answer all the questions, but hopefully we answered enough questions for at least one more soul. Thanks again for uh, joining the podcast. Thanks for having me. You're very, very welcome. All right, and to the listeners, be blessed to be a blessing. Till next time, God bless. This concludes another episode of Beyond Sermons, where we seek Jesus Christ beyond the pulpit. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support, please visit beyondsermons.com to rate and subscribe on the podcast platform of your choice. God bless, and be blessed to be a blessing.